Who is that knocking at my door? Now. <laughs> Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Boo. It's our Halloween Hunter's Moon World Series weekend edition of Tech Talk. Welcome aboard for October 28th and 29th, Saturday the 28th, as we have a full moon coming up in the afternoon. Is our live show Sunday afternoon, the 29th, is a rebroadcast. And then we'll have a podcast for you whenever else fits into your lifestyle. We, this weekend, is myself, Alan Perry. I am Ricky Winter, the tech experience manager at the Telecom London Drugs. Glad to have you back here. How are you doing? Good, good. No, no costume. No, feeling ghouly, though. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, uh, oh, well, no. that just answered that question. Uh, yeah, still recovering. I got I got better last week, uh, but uh, then, not the, you know, I was good for like a day, and then my body was like, hey, we got to clear all this stuff out still. So uh, still sh- struggling a little bit, but uh, I'll try to resist from coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pavlicic, technical yeah. <laughs> producer, and more. Lots of stuff for you in the show notes. Apologies for the last few weeks of little glitches and things with, with that. We've got so much in there. Uh, it's stored on Microsoft OneDrive, which has been fine and stable, but just the interface and some issues there. But everything appears to be working today. If for some reason, when you go to your show notes bookmark, if it's not, and tries to sign you into Microsoft OneDrive, click on your initials or picture in the top right corner, click on sign out, and then go to shownotes.ca. And if that works, then replace that as the bookmark. Delete the old one there. But Brian, you've got some... Good news, potentially. Yeah, yeah, I've been. It's been taking longer than I thought, but I've been templating in this new um, presentation building service mm-hmm. uh, that integrates like AI for helping us summarize things and write better. Yeah, <laughs> I know that helps me, um, and it's looking really beautiful, looking like a professional like Apple website or something. Uh, I'm going to be really happy to unveil it. I'm going to see if we can, if I can post a link to a, a new version of today's notes within yep. the original notes, and then maybe next week we'll be ready to go. We love love your feedback on that because mm-hmm. I know how important this is. It's the only radio show I know that comes with come with homework, as we say, but I know <laughs> how much it means. Uh, off the top, a couple things. If you have an iPhone or iPad made in the past six years, Apple has released iOS iPad OS 17.1. Ricky, it closes 18 security holes, some of them critical. Sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, so do that now. Uh, It also fixes bugs, and so this is the carrot and the stick. It also includes some of the features that were missing from the original um, 17 release. So it is a big update, uh, about 1.3 gigs on most devices, so it's going to take about 10 minutes to download and install. And People keep asking at the store, how come I can't download the update? Because you need to have either... Looking at Ricky. Oh, I uh, I would imagine mobile data or Wi-Fi. Yeah. Now, when you go to do that, it does say, use cellular data. Yep. No, unless you have one of those 60 gigabyte a month plans. I have 150 gigs. Yeah, well, okay, we'll go for it. (laughs) Um, You can do that. But as a general, it's going to say, choose cellular or don't use. So unless you have a huge uh, data plan you want, don't use. And even there, you have to have at least 50% battery. Mm-hmm. or the device. Now, they made a change. You can now download it, mm-hmm. even if you've got 14% battery, but it won't install. It'll pop up and say, install tonight, because yep. it senses that, but as soon as you plug in the charger, the install now button lights up. So, doing that one there. Yeah. So, item number one gives you the links on on that in the show notes. As for the new features that come with it, uh, such things as the ability to complete large airdrop transfers via iCloud without having to keep the two devices near each other. 
So if you take 47 pictures and 14 videos of, mm -hmm. of me somewhere, and then you want to share them, so we just bring it up, and it'll start. But then you oh. can say, bye, got to go. Yep. And it will click to iCloud and finish that. If you've turned your phone on iOS 17, if you turn your phone sideways, it goes into standby mode, which lets you turn it into like a clock radio yep. without the radio part. Hillary uses it every night. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can control how long it stays on standby mode. No need. And also, if you use Apple Music, you can now favorite albums and playlists, not just songs. Makes sense. There's just a bunch of things. So I put a link into the show notes. Item number 12, Apple Insider has a rundown with pictures of all the new features that we found so far in 17.1. So this is not what came in 17. This is just in 17.1. In the show notes, there is a separate tab that says iOS 17 new features. I will incorporate the mini versions of that and over the next week. So that'll be ready for you for for next weekend because there's several more. There's about 25 in there now, but there's several more hmm. really, really useful ones that people are going, oh, cool. My favorite one is actually the simplest one. Brian, I don't know why they didn't a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Inside, when you open up to take a video or a picture, mm -hmm. there's a broken white line which goes solid yellow when the picture's level. Oh, nice. So especially if you're taking shots with uh, the water in them, mm -hmm. like yeah, full moon. Nice horizon. Yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. moon. So if you want to get that reflection. I was over in Vancouver. A friend took over, over to see the... By the way, if you're going to Vancouver, it's there till New Year's Eve. Cirque du Soleil. Kooza. Oh. <laughs> K-O-O-Z-A. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Under a 5,000-seat giant warm, <laughs> surprise, tent down on the Concord Place down near um, Science World. Hmm. Spectacular show, but the moon was rising and the reflection of a science word and all that. It's just so nice to go, eh. We must have <laughs> yeah. shown about 10 people there how to turn that switch on. It's not turned on automatically. Mm -hmm. So that's just one that's in the notes. Settings, camera, and then turn on level. And it puts that line there. And the lady said, no, I don't want that. And I said, okay, no problem. Why not? She goes, well, I don't want that line in my picture. And I go, no, no, that's just in the... We, yeah. you know, we sometimes underthink these. It's yeah, just yeah. there in the viewfinder. So yep. things, like, things like that. So that's all there. So item 12 in the show notes. It is Halloween. Happy to report that with Halloween coming up on Tuesday, our friends down the hall at 107.3 Virgin Radio have once again created an interactive online map showing where all the places decorated for Halloween are. It's really cool. It's interactive because you can add to it. So if you find a place that's not on the map, you can add it and then take a picture of it. Mm -hmm. And so people will know before they drive out to wherever <laughs> it, yeah. if it's worth doing. There's some really cool ones. People have gone all out. My favorite is one up in the Beckwith area in High Quadra where they actually team up with their neighbors and they turn the garage mm -hmm. into the internal haunted house and part of their interior basement and the neighbors come up with their power tools and wear oh. masks and scare <laughs> the heck out of you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but, but the whole front yard is just, it's, it's just covered. Every year they buy new stuff. Yep. There's a doghouse where the pit bull comes out and snarls at you and scares you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really good. So thank you to everybody that's contributed. Thanks to our friends down the hall at Virgin Radio for doing that. The link is not one I can say on the air because it's kind of long. It's a Google Maps link. Uh, so I put it into the show notes, item 10 in the show notes. And again, if you've never been there before, shownotes.ca typed into the address bar of your browser can't do it as a Google Bing search, and we'll talk more about that. So what's on your plate, Mr. Winter? 
Winter's coming. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold in the morning. Oh, that would be business cards. You should put that in business cards. Winter's coming. There's uh, probably some sort of trademark or something on that one. <laughs> um, a bunch. Like, I got back from conference last week. Um, that was four days of nonstop, kind of 15-hour days of products and vendors and information. and. <laughs> yeah, this is something that London Drugs, no other chain does this. Uh, London Drugs gathers all the the Rickies of the world from their chain and in Vancouver and has the suppliers come in and say, here's what you're going to be getting for Christmas, the new product. So what, what stuck out for you? A bunch, but we'll start with some for now. Um, one was the one I actually had to text you about because I was in the meeting and I was like, oh, this one, this one's got legs it's once it gets here. Yeah. Um, it's a headphone company. Um, they made buddy pods for us for years, like in the kids' headphones. Mm-hmm. They've got a new version called StoryPods. So the idea is same kind of smaller headphones goes on, but the ear cup has a little click area in it, and you grab one, a storybook, whatever, and it's pre-recorded on it. You click it in, and there's no screens for the kids. It's here's the story, yeah. whatever story it might be. Each little pod can have up to like an hour worth of recording on it. So, so cool. this is something that you sort of insert. These yep. are over-the-ear headphones, and Correct. you insert the the story pod into it and yep. click it, and then it will play. Correct. Now, that's neat by itself, but immediately my brain went, hmm. And for a show like this, even, I was like, now imagine grandma's reading you that story because she recorded it at home and sends it for the kids. Oh. Or so, yeah. parents or whatever else. So that part of it went, okay, that's cool, whatever, here's... Paw Patrol, here's yeah. Lego, whatever, but yeah. here is Grandma, Grandma reading, reading Robert Munch story or yeah. telling stories or anything else along those lines. So that's where my brain went, that's even more cool. Yeah. But until it's live in Canada, I don't have much more to say on it. When uh, In time for Christmas? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of the problem. <laughs> um, yes, this story version of it should be. I don't know about the recording portion of it. Okay. The recordings themselves do get saved to a cloud that you don't have to pay for, which is neat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that way if the story clicker or whatever you want to call it was ever lost or broken or something like that, you could just kind of re-download it, which mm-hmm. is neat in that way too. Um, but yeah, just the idea that this almost becomes an heirloom. Yeah in the world where we re- throw everything out every three years. <laughs> that is great. So, fingers crossed. And the name of it, it's going to be called? Uh, those, I think, were story pods. Um, That's a really neat idea, Brian. I like that idea. Or story phones, ever. maybe. Story, story f- phones makes more oh, sense. Oh, headphones, story yeah. phones, like that, where you click in the story, but then you could mail one, literally, to, if they're in another part of the world, yep. you yeah. could mail the story. So, you know, each month, Grandma or Dad or whomever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty sweet. Is it yeah. Teddy Ruxpin, modern-day Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah, but no screen, right? Yeah. So we're like, getting that's away. That's the big thing is, yeah. as the presenter was talking, he's the owner of the company out of Europe, and he's like, yeah. we have kids in front of screens so often nowadays, and even just to hear a story, they have to watch a screen. He's like, I really want to get us back to the idea of storytelling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how important that is, even for young kids and early development for knowledge. Mm-hmm. But why do they have to have a screen in front of their face? Precisely. This is a big thing that I've learned. That is, the World Health Organization recommends that kids don't get screen time until they reach two. And then still very strongly limited. Yeah. Uh, it can really affect development. Um, and over, yeah. it's like an overstimulation thing. And how can you compete with the stimulation of a screen that's rapidly changing and showing you things you could never imagine? Yeah. Well, Mm. when you're that young. This would be great for car trips, uh, mm-hmm. for plane flights as well, yep. mm-hmm. for the child to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, so that's cool. 
We will watch for that when you're going to let us know. Yeah, I'll let Fingers you know. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll sprinkle one. other ideas and things throughout the show as well because there was a few other things that were pretty cool. Awesome. And one thing, thank you to everybody who obviously knows what we like and took the trouble um, to text me pictures and notices. Brian has the box in front of him. We'd normally wait till after Halloween, but okay, couldn't wait. Uh, it's that time of year again. If you go down to the bottom of the show notes before our sign of the week, you will see Panettone Christmas Fruit Bread made in Sorono, Italy, has arrived at Costco. I suspect if you go there this weekend, that was last 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 weekend. That I suspect the pallet is already half gone, if not more so. <laughs> so Brian's got the box here. I know there are many other varieties, and we will sample them over the over <laughs> coming the coming months. weeks. You can make your suggestions on which one you think is best. But the ten dollar Costco pen, and it comes it comes from Serono. It's mm-hmm. Milano style. It's there. It's still the original. Yes, they have the chocolate for you, Brian, as well. Yes. <laughs> it is there. Uh, our two uh, international students, uh, Nihon from Turkey and Emma from Germany, they had not had it before, oh, so neat. I put it under a little shopping bag and opened it up at dinner and had them rip it open and try some, and there's, they were suitably impressed. So I've asked their parents. I've said, is this not something you get, or is it just that you have such good Christmas baking and yeah. other d- delicacies in your countries that hey, don't eat anything from Italy? I don't know. I'm kind of curious. But anyway, so it's there. It's at Costco. There we go. Okay, your turn. When we open up the phone lines after a quick break, Saturday morning we're live, so many of you know the numbers already. Star 1070 works on a mobile phone, but you have to be in Canada. 250-386-1161 works anywhere. And also text to 107010-107010. If you you do send a text, please include your first name at the beginning or the end, just so if it bumps across multiple messages, depending on how long you type, then it will break into three or four messages for me, but we we will have that. When we come back, Apple has done something unusual. They have scheduled another product unveiling for Monday at 5 p.m. I went, no, that's an error when I saw that. No, it's Monday 5 p.m. They're calling it Scary Fast. (laughs) We'll tell you what we think that means and why they are doing it at 5 p.m. on Monday when we continue. 21 after the hour on Tech Talk for Halloween weekend. They are showing Rocky Horror Picture Show, taking a couple friends uh, at the Vic Cinema in downtown Victoria. It may be sold out. You can check the website for Vic Cinema. It's not your average screening. They don't just put it... Have you ever been to one of these Rocky Shore shows, Ricky? I don't think so. Okay, so it's up on the big screen, mm-hmm. but everyone comes in costume, yeah, yeah. and everyone brings their props. Mm-hmm. So at the wedding scene, everyone throws throws <laughs> rice. Um, when it's raining, everyone squirts water pistols, so you need to bring newspapers, <laughs> as in the movie. And if you know the lines, you can go down to the bottom of the screen, where they have a stage, mm-hmm. and you can actually mime the lines and the actions in time with, with the characters. Oh, fun. It's something you've ever seen, yeah. Time warp and all that, so there's just so many... Yeah, and I always heard of it as like a live play, pretty much. Yeah, so. yeah, because we don't, we don't have... I don't think it's ever come to town as a touring show. There, mm. is, a, there is a stage version of that as well. Anyway, a um, couple other things I mentioned about the iOS 17.1 updates there. Because of the significance of the security flaws, 18 of them that Apple has patched thanks to some people that told them, mm-hmm. and they were able to fix it. Apple has released not one, but two special security updates for older iPhones and iPads to give them at least partial protection. Mm-hmm. So depending on the age of your older device, iPad and iOS 16.7.2, mm-hmm. but if your device is of an age that it can't handle even 16, then they've also put out 15.8. 
Okay. So, so as long as it was, you were within the 15 window, then you're good. That's yes. pretty good. I, uh, yeah, kudos to them for still supporting older devices and not taking the temptation to just force you to buy a new one. Yes, and you had something from a listener yeah, tying into... Yeah, uh, Anne called in, uh, and she said, how many Apple engineers does it take to change a light bulb? Quite a few. <laughs> Zero. They don't make that model anymore. You can just replace your house. <laughs> anyway. Okay. There's some truth there, yeah. Yes, there is. Well, something that we never thought that we would see, uh, and I put this into the show notes. This is in the U.S., mm-hmm. but hopefully it'll come to Canada. Item number 19, in a major about face, Apple now says it supports California's right to repair legislation mm. and will honor it across the USA. Mm-hmm. They had fought vociferously, as you know, working at London Drugs and the tech department in order to be an Apple support center. Mm-hmm. You need these special screwdrivers that have a pattern that no other screw in the world yep. would work. <laughs> so this means that Apple will make parts, repair tools, and guides available for its phones, tablets, and computers for at least seven years and for at least three years for accessories costing less than a hundred dollars. So yeah. 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 So not only the parts, mm-hmm. the tools, and uh, the guides, so you know how to do it. Because they said, no, no, that's a proprietary secret. Not telling how to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you had buy to the t- tools through directly through Apple. Yes. Are they going to be priced price <laughs> like their cables are? It's well, going to be a seventy dollars screwdriver. <laughs> well, you buy the tools from Apple, and they are very expensive. Yeah, yeah, okay. I expect that. Like to very stick. expensive, but it's very much like automotive repair tools. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean they're special tools. So that, but yeah, at least yeah. they're. And, but they've now embraced it. They're mm-hmm. not just so they've said no, no, no. We never fight against it. They didn't say that, but that was the <laughs> implication. They probably realize right? they can yeah. sell tools. <laughs> so if they're if they're doing that here, so I put the link into that one there. So if you want to fix your own stuff, or thinking as a business. Because this is going to make life much easier for places like Black Apple and uh, You Break, We Fix and all those. Because now they're not going to have to go to third-party places and get mm-hmm. dubious dubious parts. They're actually going to be able to get them from Apple. So I thought, I thought that was good. Now, I mentioned that there's the updates for uh, older devices. Apple has also released critical security updates for not only the current operating system, macOS Sonoma, but also for Ventura and for Monterey, again, to fix as many of the security flaws as those older systems can handle. For Sonoma, it's macOS 14.1. Ventura, it's 13.6.1. And for Monterey, it's macOS 12.7.1. I put the link into the show notes, item number three, on how to do that. But basically, it starts with the Apple logo up in the corner, system settings, general software update. If you have an older version that doesn't have that, Apple logo, system preferences software update. And just to finish this off, Apple has also released updates to fix the equivalent security holes in both Apple Watches and Apple TV. So basically, everything Apple makes mm-hmm. has been given updates to Security this. refresh. But for the Apple Watch, mm. and I know Charles will want to talk about this when he joins us next weekend here, this also includes new features, including the eagerly anticipated double tap feature in Apple Watch, which is hard to explain to people. Um, but basically, whatever hand, whatever arm that you have your Apple Watch on, you take your forefinger and your thumb mm-hmm. and you tap the two together like that. Like you're squishing someone's head between your fingers. <laughs> yes, or, or catching a bug slowly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and so if there's a phone call coming in, mm-hmm. you do that and it answers the call. If you're talking on a call, you do that and it hangs up on the call. Oh, okay. If you have the camera open, it will, it will take the picture, it will stop the alarm... 
things like that. So it's called Double Tap. I put a link into the show notes on how it works and all the different things that you can do. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, bonus points to the Apple person that came up with the idea of how to do that because you're thinking, how does that work? Well, yeah, your wrist you see is, me sitting here doing this. Yeah, we're all doing <laughs> yeah. it. So your, your your watch is fairly snug on your wrist. Yep. Yeah. And when you do that finger, if you actually put your hand around yep. around the lower wrist and squeeze mm-hmm. it, you can feel the muscle contracting. Oh, yes. Also, just like the bone that runs along the exactly. top of your hand really vibrates down there. You yeah. really feel it in your wrist. And so the watch can pick up that command and know what to do with it. And then hmm. you will be able to, and other third-party apps will be able to sit there and say, here's what dab- Double Tap does here. Mm-hmm. Like on the podcast app or the music app, it will start or stop music playing. If there's music playing, it will pause it. Mm-hmm. If there's no music playing, it will, it will start it. Little things like that. I thought that one was really good. So, anyway, that's double tap there. So, that's in there. Okay, text here. I had an answer for one that I didn't know last weekend. And I don't think I mentioned it on the air, but I'm going, eh. So, I'll read you, I'll read you the email and I'll find you the answer. This is those odd ducks. From Chris, my wife and I have recently migrated our mobile home and internet TV services from Shaw to Rogers with the older iPhones long since paid for. For the past decade or so, our travel destination being to visit our daughter in Bermuda. On uh, one of our trips a couple years ago, we subscribed to a short add-on sale plan from Shaw that was a fairly reasonable price, certainly far less than a bottle of wine at any of our fine dinner excursions. I personally found it very handy, la la la. They don't have that anymore. Does Rogers have that? And if not, what should I do? No, Rogers doesn't have that anymore, but Bermuda is an odd duck, so we'll give you the answer and take more of your calls and emails when we continue on our Halloween edition of Tech Talk after a news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's our Halloween edition. If you're just tuning in, Ricky Winter is in studio with us. Ricky is the tech experience manager at the London Drugstore in Telecom Center. And Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and more, who is about 90% healthy. Or it depends yeah, on the moment. Yeah, 90% makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You can get, by the way, if you've got the pop-up on the text to say that you can get your flu shot, Mm-hmm. If you call the number, rather than following the pop-up and booking your flu shot, you if you call the number, you can ask, depending on your age, the answer will vary, can I also get my COVID update shot at the same time? Oh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. When you do that later today, I have to do, because friends said, no, no, we just called because they're going away. Mm-hmm. And they said that they wanted to get the shot first. And I said, well, call the number. And so they called and they said, oh, yes, okay. And they're both going in. Yeah. Even though his wife does not have the text yet for the flu shot, she's four years younger, so they're both going off that. Yeah, I know my stepdad did something similar. I don't know if he had to call. I think he just went in. They're like, do you want your flu shot too? Yeah, if you got the COVID shot text, yep. then flu shot's no problem. But if mm-hmm. you just got the flu shot text, mm-hmm. then the COVID one is, yeah. Anyway. That's probably it. Uh, we'll answer the Bermuda question in a moment, the Bermuda Triangle. But first of all, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to Tech Talk. Oh, hi, Alan. Hello uh, there. How are you and Eileen? Good, good. Thank you. And yourself? Good. You always ask good questions. What's on your mind today? <laughs> you say that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, normally get any dumb questions. Sometimes I don't know the answer. And I say, everybody's got help. good questions. Everybody's yeah. got good questions. <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, the new Apple software for the iPhone, etc. Um, I'm interested in the live voicemail. And I've got it sort of partly working, but uh, I had a long conversation with the Telus guy who said 
Um, it, I, because it seems to be blocking the TELUS voicemail. Yes. And, and he also said that um, it, the, it would receive a voice message from an Apple device, but not from anybody else. Yeah, let me explain how this works. I think you'll like it. Um, and the, the carriers aren't too thrilled with this because they charge you money for live voicemail. And, Brian, this overrides this yeah. and is a really great feature. And we'll, at, we'll try a demo. Ricky? We'll, sure. Okay, so I'll explain first. So the idea is that we've trained you all to not, rec- not answer calls from numbers you don't recognize because most of them are scams. And merely answering it then tells the scam computer that there's a real person at the end of this number, so you'll get more of those calls. Okay, he didn't fall for the, you know, the WestJet vacation scam, so maybe he'll fall for the Canada Revenue We're Going to Arrest You scam, or the, you know, the, yeah, or the credit card is, uh, you know, or Amazon, we can't, you know, any one of those. So here's what Apple's done. So if you've updated your phone to iOS 17, or now 17.1... Just did it. <laughs> yeah, when somebody calls... How long did it take you to do the update, by the way? Uh, it's 10.36, so 20 minutes? Yep. Okay. So what happens is when the call comes in, if you don't recognize the number, in addition to the answer, don't answer button, you will see up to the upper right, you'll see a voicemail button. And if you tap that, Patrick, on your screen, you will see the word waiting. The caller hears a short recorded message, generic message, from your iPhone, and then it basically says the person you're calling is unavailable. You can leave them a message. If they start leaving you a message, it actually shows the words they're saying on the screen of your phone, Ricky, as they're saying it. Mm-hmm. So for especially for people that are waiting for a call from the doctor's office or from the hospital to say you're on the cancellation list for the hips or did you want it? This literally happened this past week to a client because I'd said previously, the doctor said there's a decent chance you'll get a call, so I guess you just got to answer every call. She goes, <laughs> oh, I hate those. And I said, I know. But I said, wait, now the new system's here, so now you just need to make sure that you look at the phone, you keep the ringer on, yeah. you look at the phone. If you're in the play or something, you just tap the voicemail button and watch to see if they start speaking. And if they do, and you go, hi, it's the doctor's off. Oh, hello, doctor. <laughs> and you can answer really, really quickly. Let, let's try it. Okay, so I'm just going to, I'm not going to say, I don't want to trigger all, well, okay. I'm going <laughs> to press the button so I don't trigger your HomePods. Um, call Ricky Winter Mobile. Calling Ricky Winter Mobile. And you tell me what you see on the screen. I have Alan Perry calling. I have a voicemail button, so we'll click that. It's a voicemail. Waiting. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. Hi, Ricky. I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow on a private jet, and I have a seat available. Would you like to come with me? Seems like a scam. But, yeah, it does come up on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can just click answer and and intercept that. Perfect. Right? Now yeah. we're off to Hawaii. Yeah. All right. So you see the real-time <laughs> so, transcript. Like, it was keeping up pretty yeah, well it was with keeping the speed up perfectly well. speaking? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's not a five-second delay. It's yeah. brilliant technology. So, Patrick, to make sure this is on for you, you go, and anybody else, please check this. Go into settings, phone, and scroll all the way down and look for live voicemail and make sure the switch is turned on. It's turned on by default when you do the iOS 17 upgrade, but some people. So does that make sense, Patrick, for the first part of it? 
Hello? Yeah, does that make sense for the first part of that, Patrick, oh, how yeah, it works? Alan, Alan, and that's all good. I got that far. Now, here's but- part two. I know where you're going to go. So here's part two. <laughs> if Ricky did not click the answer button, mm-hmm. that message that I left him would then go into your TELUS voicemail. Okay. And it would be waiting in your voicemail queue. Sure. Yeah, because it says I have a voicemail right now. Yes, but you wouldn't have to go to the voicemail button to find it. If you go to the phone and then go to Recents down at the bottom, it should tell you that you have a voicemail right underneath where it shows you my incoming call. It may not right away because it has to go to the tele-system and then come back to the phone. Mm. But you would see right underneath the words where it says, you know, recent call, Alan Perry, incoming. It should show you voicemail 17 seconds or whatever. If it doesn't, that will come with time. I'm not seeing nothing. Because it has to go... Yeah, it has to go into your TELUS voicemail, and then it has to come back to the phone to tell you it's there. So you don't have to go to the voicemail button. Does that make sense, Patrick? Yes. So you get a blue dot in the recents, and that will give you the message. But I couldn't find how to save it. Uh, like in the TELUS system, you can press a 9 if you yep. want to so you would it. just go to the voicemail button down at the bottom. Okay. And then, you, and then you would do that, and then you can... The I for information would tell you more about the number that it came from, and then you could call and you can press 9 to save or 7 to delete the way you originally did. It'll say carrier voicemail and call. Okay, I'll try that. And last question, uh, was the Telos techie guy wrong when he said it'll only take calls from Apple phones? No. No, it works on on any incoming call. Okay, okay. Yeah, it only oh. works on Apple phones. Only Apple oh, phones yes, have this yes. feature. But yeah, I can call you from an Android phone or an Apple phone and you'll do that, yep. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Thanks for your help. Now, if you want to show that to Eileen and other people, I've put pictures of how that works into a special um, section of the show notes that says iOS 17 new features. What's what's the number? Just look on the show notes, and and there's a separate tab that says iOS 17 new features. It's a separate tab. Oh, I got it. Yeah. And then it's not complete because now that 17.1 is out, I have to add five or six more. I will get that done this week. But they're there. And there's a lot of other useful ones. Great. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Take care. That was a really good question because now everyone understands because it's a great new feature. But, Brian, you got to make sure people understand how it works. Otherwise, people go, no, I don't want that, and they turn it off. Yeah, he worried me with this question, actually. I was like, what, it only works with Apple to Apple? And I was like, oh, no, okay, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, so there we go. So that's live voicemail, one of the big deals uh, for that. So there we go. Okay, quick break, back with more of your calls, texts, and questions. Star 1070 on a mobile phone on Saturday while we're live, 250-386-1161 and 1070-10 by text. I see a bunch of texts. I'll read them during the break and hopefully have answers. <laughs> Halloween 2023 edition of Tech Talk on CFAX with Alan and Ricky and Brian. And we're so, having a spooky time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> from text here, go close. Hi, Alan. My iPhone 11 Pro has 71% of its original battery capacity left. When it gets too low, would you recommend getting a battery replacement or putting the money towards a new phone? Ooh, so many good questions, so little time. 
Uh, first and foremost, uh, once your battery is below 80%, that's Apple's recommended battery, re- battery replacement time. Yeah. Um, so I'd say you're already well within the mm, time to think about changing a battery out. Um, normally, this conversation becomes, what do you use the phone for? I and mean, we'll shorten that whole conversation down to, if you're using the phone for just basic usage, yeah, battery replacement is probably in the right ballpark. Because iPhone 11 Pro is going to be, well, if you've got a Pro, then you've got to, I'm guessing you probably take a lot of photos, because that's probably why you've got the Pro. Nope. Um, that's going to be good for another two years before it's no longer supported. The iPhone 10s got pushed off the bus with iOS 17. Next year, the 10s's will go and the 11 the year after because by then we'll be on eight so seven years yeah so call it a let's call it a hundred bucks for a battery replacement on that it's close to there I've texted Sunny but I don't know if you'll get back to me in time yeah um, so let's say around a hundred bucks for two more years life out of the phone that's really a pretty good phone I only upgraded out of it because it's my job mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, so I would probably go battery replacement um, judging by the fact that you're we're in the year fifth for iPhone 15s and you're on the 11 Pro and still seem fairly happy with it yep um, that's the way otherwise um, segue no. to phone deals <laughs> yes because that's perfect timing so what you could do is depending if your uses you change and you no longer need a pro yep you could buy a newer doesn't even have to be the 15 you mm-hmm. could buy a newer phone and take that 11 Pro to a place like Black Apple where they can obviously put in a new battery at a lower cost because they buy them wholesale. They could then buy the phone from you and sell it, and you'd use that money to buy yourself a newer phone. But there's one other option here. Uh, iPhone 14, so last year's model, brand new in a box, 64 gig. $0 up front, uh, $200 gift card. At London Drugs. And you have your choice of either, although this is... (laughs) (laughs) My brackets. (laughs) Yes. TELUS or KUDO activation. And so the first thing I say when Ricky texted me that, I said, okay, what's the price for the plan? Um, so as always, they're hidden. <laughs> um, KUDO's starting at about 60 bucks for their Tab Plus, which is what makes the phone $0 up front. Yep. And TELUS's base plan is $80 at this point. So you're looking, if you go with TELUS, $80 bucks plus $42.79. If you don't use, bring it back. Um, so 120 something, 125 yep. let's say. Um, if you do bring it back, obviously they take four hundred dollars off the cost of the phone. You drop down to about thirty-three bucks. Great, um, except you have to give the phone back in two years. Yes. Now, if we look at Kudo instead, your plan starting at sixty bucks, so twenty dollars savings right there. Um, the phone cost per month for the two years is thirty-three dollars instead, as just the set price, which is great. Yeah. Um, so now we're at ninety-three dollars instead of one hundred and twenty-five. So thirty dollars a month for two years is a chunk of change. What's that? Four eighty-six, seven hundred twenty bucks difference over two years. So the Kudo one is a no-brainer. I would say Kudo one's a no-brainer. Yeah. Now the only way you wouldn't is let's say you have a family of four people. You're doing a family plan. Um, with Telus, you would get the family plan discount for multiple users, and that could very well offset that yes. difference of costs. And there's different things along those lines that yeah. could factor in, but for the average one person walking into a store, the Kudo offers a better one. And either way, you get a $200 gift card to use on whatever you want Correct. on either carrier. And this is good until? Uh, it should be end of day Wednesday because it's a flyer sale versus a weekend sale, which is kind of nice. And the most important question, do you have any iPhone 14s in stock? Because <laughs> sometimes these things <laughs> get done before they check the inventory. Yeah. Um, system says I do. Uh, oh. I don't think I do. Uh, Tuesday, I have six coming in. So because it runs till Thursday, we had to go that way. Okay. So, And if not, the usual deal is as long as they sign the paperwork... So, Kudo and Telus both have a like delayed activation, which gives you a quote for thirty days. 
Okay. So as long as you come in within those 30 days yep. and do it, you're good. If you try to do a different phone, different anything within that, the quote no longer works. So you just have to make sure you're getting right. the quote for the right But then you could look in the system and find that there's one in Kelowna that they could ship oh, down. Absolutely. And, there's and 150 in warehouse, but when I found out yesterday that my system was wrong and said I had three and I have zero, um, I had to order phones. Okay. So I thought it was good. Sorry, guys. So that's it. <laughs> okay, so there you go. So that's, that's at London Drug Stores through Wednesday. So that's two options. Mm-hmm. For you there, either get the battery replacement if you're really happy with the with the 11 Pro, yep. or this is another option there. Now, Brian, one of the things that we've been talking about with Freedom Mobile mm-hmm. uh, on there, uh, two parts of this. We were hoping that Freedom Mobile's cheaper plans would spur the competition into yes. responding. Happy to report that they have sort of. Um, <laughs> Bell owned Virgin Plus, Rogers owned Fido, and Telus owned Kudo are now all offering $45 a month plans, which include 40 gigs of data, plus unlimited calling and texting. That's just $5 a month more than, than Freedom's plan. So that's wow. finally, Ricky, we're getting them down there. Yes. None of the main carriers, Rogers, Telus, and Bell, they're trying to pretend Freedom doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So they're only, only the budget carriers uh, are offering this. So that's a good, that's a good sign. And we'll talk, we'll take a quick break. Cheryl and David are on there. In our second hour, many of you have asked in recent weeks, since Brian and I and our spouses switched over to Freedom, about the coverage and speed. We have the answer for you, not from us, from a detailed analysis of how they're performing in Ontario. We'll go through that in our second hour. It's linked in the show notes, I'll tell you now, item number 17. But Cheryl and Dave, you're up next, or David, you're up next when we continue. Halloween edition of Tech Talk with Alan and Ricky and Brian. And back to the phone lines and Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi. I had two quick questions, and one of them I think was answered. I have Ventura 13.3.1 on my uh, Mac. Yes. Um, but should I go straight to Sonoma? I asked if it was safe, and I don't have to get the other 13.3.6 before the Sonoma. Is that correct? I'm going to defer to Brian on this one. I think I know the answer, but I've learned not to say if I don't know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Just just go straight to that one. You don't have to do incremental to the latest version of the one you had before. Just go straight to the newest one you can take. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. The second question was about uh, my 360, Word 365 or... Microsoft 365, which is Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all that stuff, yes. I got that. I kept it updated because I use OneDrive a lot, and um, it's connected with that. But it doesn't – I couldn't get onto it today. And your tech that I talked to as I was waiting said sometimes it just, you know, doesn't stay on. You have to reboot yourself in. So I went to a private window, and I got in that way because I couldn't find my tech talk notes. However, um, it never used to do that. It used to always be on. That's one of the reasons you're going to do the update to Sonoma. Oh, Yeah, there's a lot of little bugs which have been fixed over time, and you haven't got those fixes yet, so... I think it's also still OneDrive is acting glitchy, because I'm experiencing the same thing. I can't be signing in. Yeah, on Mac, I've had a couple people ask me, and I've said, yeah, just, just... sign out, sign back in, and everything seems to be fine, but try that. But do the update first, and this will hopefully solve a myriad of other issues for you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheryl. Those are good questions. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. And David's up next on Tech Talk. Hi, David. Hi, thanks a lot. 
Yeah, um, I'm thinking about taking an online course, and it says I need high-speed internet with one MPBS. So how do I know what speed I have? That's a really good question. Uh, you're talking on a computer, laptop, desktop, tablet, phone. What are we talking? Yeah, laptop. Okay, so just open up your web browser and go to fastfast.com. Try that, and you're going to get giant big big numbers. And they're going to be gray until the speed stabilizes consistently for 15 seconds, then it'll go black. What do you get? Um, uh, sorry, I'm not near my computer. But oh, okay. I'm sorry. No problem. So yeah. just try that out. So speed, what it is, it's speedtest.net, which is a free service that sometimes has dubious ads to pay the bills. So Netflix hired them to make a version with no ads because people kept calling asking the kind of question you're asking, except about their movies, <laughs> Ricky. Yeah. So you should be um, high-speed internet. Oh, online courses normally like a speed of at least 15. They're the lower end of the spectrum, unless there's videos and stuff, in which case they're going to want 25 or 30. Yeah, but, but he said he only need their course says they need one megabyte, right? So <laughs> that's two tin cans and a string technology for that one there. Yeah, um, high speed internet these days starts at seventy five and goes to twenty five hundred in Victoria. That's the highest speed here. Yeah, pretty unreal. Seventy five counts as high speed. I don't, I, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's four K streaming is required at fifty megabytes. At fifty. Okay. So yeah, anything so faster than that? Yeah. So it's the bottom end end yeah, of why. Yeah. So, so try that out, David. Let us know uh, what you get and check your bill to see what you're paying for. Terrific. Okay, thanks a lot, you guys. You're welcome. That's a good question there. Yes, <laughs> and if you like that feature of being able to check, especially on your phone, I recommend going to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Fast app. Again, it's there from Netflix, just to answer the questions. And if you're a geek, after you get the results in solid black, click on the more info. It also tells you your upload speed and your ping. Ping is the rate that connects you to the Internet. Oh, I know that. Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band, and my monster mash is the hit of the land. Bobby Boris Pickett. Smash was meant to when you get to my door, tell them I think that's the cue that we need to take a break for CPAC News with Steve. And back with our number two after the news. Stay with us. Then you can Yes, it's Halloween weekend once again. Time change not till next weekend, so you don't get your extra hours sleep. But this weekend we have a full moon coming up Saturday afternoon. Hunter's moon it's called because that's when most of the hunting seasons begin. Also, of course, Halloween on Tuesday and World Series continuing. If you're just tuning in, I am joined by none other than... Ricky Winter. 
Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> experience manager at London Drugs. Pleasure to have me, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer, yes. and more. So, just before we get back to phone calls and texts, some really good texts here. I don't have the answers for everybody. So, uh, one key one. Uh, this is a really good text. Uh, good things come, and then you find things where they don't work. So, this is from Murray. In iOS 17, there's a feature to share your contact info by placing two phones close together, which is an awesome new feature. You don't have to turn on AirDrop or anything. Mm -hmm. But Murray's text continues, is there a way to turn this off? I carry two iPhones, and when I put them in my pocket, it goes into contact sharing, makes noise, and the screens both show the other's info. I can see that this is useful, but in my case, it's annoying. I've looked through settings and can find out how to turn this feature off. There is. Stay tuned. I will. We will find you an answer, Murray, on that one there. One other one that I thought that we should uh, mention there. There's a couple of show notes in there as well. Apple is doing a special event at 5 p.m. on Monday, which we're going, what the heck? And the invites have gone out. It's an online event. And mm-hmm. It's called Scary Fast. So we're thinking this is the new MacBooks MacBook Pro and iMacs, which will be powered by the new M3 chip, which is a big, Brian, another big step forward in. Yes, we've seen huge leaps forward with them yeah. making their own chips with the M series. But 5 p.m. Monday, it's not only 8 o'clock Eastern time, 1 o'clock in the morning in Europe, <laughs> but it's also game three of the World Series. So what the heck? What's the World Series? <laughs> I do know what it is. I'm not watching it, but oh, I do know like, what yeah, it is. But that's baseball? probably why that's not a big deal for them. But yeah. when you were at the tech conference for London Drugs suppliers, you may have a clue. Yeah. So when Apple was presenting, they were presenting on the new Mac OS system, a few cool things there. But the biggest one they wanted us to play with is they handed out controllers and had us play like racing games. And everything seemed to be like, check out what, I'm going to say it wrong, Sonoma? Is that it? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What Sonoma can do for gaming when you launch a game at auto full screens and just little things like that that Apple's never really cared about as a gamer. I've never even thought about buying a Mac because why would I wait four months for a game to come out? From a manufacturer's point of view, like Apple, gaming is a huge cash cow because yeah. gaming is people are willing to spend a lot of money, you know, in the store yep. on good quality stuff. And Apple's got good quality stuff. They've just never been able to do this. So yep. I spent three and a half grand on a computer this year. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't even think of looking at Mac. Yeah. It wasn't even the conversation. So, uh, looking online, several of the pundits think that Apple's event on Monday is going to include the announcement of a partnership with a big Japanese game developer. And 5 p.m. Pacific time is 10 a.m. the next day in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, for the business market in Japan, if you're wanting to influence the stock markets and things, <laughs> that yeah. would explain why 5 p.m. they're doing this event. So, that's what we're expecting, Brian. New MacBook Pro and iMac models powered by its blazing fast new M3 chip. Yes, exciting. Now, those are going to be pricey. So the other reason, because what we're not expecting, now you never know till Apple actually <laughs> does it, we were thinking, Ricky, that we'd be getting new iPads. Doesn't look like it anymore. No. And I'm going, why not? Because heading into Christmas season, if you can put the M3 chip, well, uh. a couple of analysts uh, online pointed out two key things. You don't make a big profit margin on an iPad. True. And you don't have a lot of M3 chips. 
They're in constrained supply. So why would you put them in a product that's going to be in great demand, but you're not going to be able to fulfill for Christmas? Mm -hmm. Why not put them into MacBook Pros that have a much higher profit margin? You're not going to sell that many of them because they're so expensive. Therefore, you can fulfill that demand, and then in the spring, you can do new iPads with M3 chips. Okay. Makes sense. So who knows? It should hopefully fix the supply chain issues that we're seeing with the current iPads as well versus adding even more problems to it. So. Because a lot of retailers anticipated new iPads and therefore they didn't bring in, they cleared out a lot of, of oh, we inventory. We always keep buying. Yeah. <laughs> but, but your stock is very constrained, right? Correct. Yeah. So if you were going to, if you were holding off buying an iPad, um, thinking there were going to be new ones, just wait till Monday. But probably not. It's probably a March thing. Yeah, and then you can place an order for an, an, an iPad, the current models on there. Given that they're so tight, do you think they'll come on sale for Black Friday in November? It's Apple. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but, but I would say likely not. Likely not, but maybe ten bucks. I don't know. Yeah, ten bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks. There we go. Okay. Uh, speaking of ten bucks, prices are going up substantially for Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple News Plus, and Apple One subscriptions here in Canada and in other countries too. Mm. Sit down for this one. Apple TV Plus, for example, is going up to $13 a month from $9 a month. That's a good chunk. That's about 44% increase. Yeah, they're getting on the bandwagon with everybody else. We're getting hit every month with a different service. <laughs> yeah, comes on the heels of price hikes by Netflix and Amazon Prime, but they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think. At some point, they're going to hit the tipping point. People are going to say, this is just too much because I'm subscribing. I think you talked about the last time you were here. How many of these services can, so you, many. can you afford to subscribe to? Over Apple TV has Napoleon coming, and that looks pretty good. So <laughs> There you go. See, that's the thing, the next Ted Lasso. So I put the link into that one on the price increases here on item 13. But if you scroll on down, you will find that uh, on the streaming service here, Paramount Plus is the latest Canadian streaming platform to announce plans to offer a reduced price subscription tier that has unskippable ads. That'll come next year. In the meantime, uh, Paramount Plus, which is their big claim to fame, is Star Trek and all the various encouragements. I've been seeing the ads. They're adding a premium tier next month, which includes support for 4K, HDR10, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, and up to four people can be watching at the same time. Currently, it's two. So the new price for that one, it'll just be an option, $14 a month or $125 a year. So you have the standard tier that you have now, and then you will get that one. On the other hand, if you want free, do you ever watch anything on Tubi, T-U-B-I? Nope. I looked it up, Brian. Tubi is owned by Fox. Okay. So 20th Century Fox, except they broke that up. So so, Tubi is adding 40 more ad-supported streaming channels to its free lineup here in Canada. Deal or No Deal, Mr. Beast, Dr. G, Medical Examiner, and the PGA. And, sure. Yeah. So again, that one's just—it's absolutely free. It's ad-supported. Can't skip the ads. And their claim to fame is that you can watch it on anything. You can even just go to tubitv.com, t-u-b-i-t-v.com. It's an app on Android, iOS, Amazon Fire, Roku devices, and it's in the App Store on many smart TVs. So just one more option there for you. Okay. Back to the phone lines: two five zero three eight six one one six one. And Star 1070 on a mobile phone, and Tom is with us. Hi, Tom. Hi, Alan and uh, guests. Um, I have a iPad Mini 5 
running an OS uh, Mm 16.7, and you're talking about updates. Now, I noticed there are uh, a couple of updates before 17.2, 17.2. Yeah, I I I would go directly go to 17.1. But what about the um, the patches that the other two were indicating that they would be um, fixing? They'll they'll all be included, and more will be included in the seventeen point one update. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to go through the steps; it'll do it all. It's going to be a big update. Probably going to take about about twenty minutes, Tom. All right. Yeah, and, and then once you've done it, go check out the show notes. Check out that separate tab that goes through. There's four hundred and six new features. On 17, 17.1, we'll probably push that up to about 415. The vast majority you couldn't even find if your life depended on it. But there's about 25 in there that you will probably really like. Little things like the level and the live voicemail and things. So for the iPad, yeah, please do check out the notes and see which ones you care about and then just show them to Pam. Fair enough. The the fact that they do come with these features, now do these features... Uh, have a tendency to to um, make the bat- the the uh, device run slower or drain the battery faster. That's a really uh, good question. Yeah. Initially, for about two days, yes, significantly bat uh, battery drain. And Ricky, that's because the device has to memorize all the content so it can use the two features. But after two or three days, oh, you'll be actually getting better battery life than before because oh, okay. seventeen is a big performance boost in terms of efficiency. Apple's really done some amazing coding under the hood. So yeah, so we should say that for anybody that's getting a new phone or anything, first couple days, you're going to go, oh my God, I'm going to have to charge it up by (laughs) 4 o'clock. But after that, then you're good for all day again. Excellent. And the fact that mine is an uh, um, iPad Mini 5, I'm obviously going to be reaching the limit of my ability to update at some point. Will it? Uh, will it just? Will I know that by the fact that it just simply refuses to download, or it won't even offer you the update? Yeah, it'll just say it's when you hear us saying on the air, or you look in the show notes, and it says uh, eighteen is out next September, and yours goes, I don't know. Then no, that's when you fit up. But I think you're okay. I've had many five. I think you'll be good for another couple years, Tom. All right, good. Yeah, but that's that's the clue. Good, good. Yep. Well, excellent. Right. Hey, well, listen, thanks for the show, you guys. You're Thank you. Informative and helpful. Oh, thanks, Tom. Good to hear from you. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Okay, so one question we had there, uh, we'll do it, I promise we'll do it right after the break. Uh, a couple <laughs> the- travel questions. So Bermuda and also going to the USA when we continue. Welcome back to Tech Talk for our Halloween edition. Charles Martin from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group will be with us next Saturday, so he'll be able to say, I told you so, about all the things <laughs> that Apple announces on Monday. Uh, got a couple questions about Apple Watch, which I'm hmm. going to defer to him, unless you really need one. But let's go through this one. So this, this is, first of all, do Dan's one first. Long-time listener and love the show. Thank you, Dan. I have a question for you, reference to roaming fees in the U.S., I'm going down to the U.S. tomorrow for five days for work. My phone is a Samsung Galaxy that does not have eSIM capability. Is there any way to avoid paying the Rogers $12 a day roaming fee? Additional questions are normally required, but not really. Um, You could get another SIM card and put it into your phone physically. Yeah, you can Um, get a prepaid SIM in the USA. Probably Verizon or T-Mobile would be the best ones, and you'll pay like, I'm not, you said five days. Well, um, 
Yeah. Uh, My thoughts more because it's for work. So because it's for work, I'm imagining they need to keep their personal number because that's normally the case. And that's where for 50 bucks for yeah. five days, I'm like, yeah, between going through probably paying, what, 25, 30 bucks anyway to the, for the U.S. Yeah. prepaid card. They used to have two SIM trays, so you could put in a second number physically, but they don't do that anymore. So the only other option is to put it on airplane mode and run... Uh, on Wi-Fi, which will work for everything except for phone calls and texting, which is probably what you need. Yeah. So, again, without additional information, I'd probably say just do the five days on the roaming. Yeah, and then ask your boss. Hopefully you're not your own boss. <laughs> well, maybe it's tax write-off. It's business, right? <laughs> yeah, and see if you can do that one there. So now we had the, the question... Uh, the lost Bermuda Triangle? Yes, Bermuda Triangle on that one there, because Bermuda <laughs> is... Uh, is a really weird one. I just have to find out where I put that message there because I specifically sent the answers here. And that's from Dan. So I'll, I'll come back to that one because, well, I'll tell you in a nutshell. He's, here it is here. Okay, so this was the question. This was from Chris. And they're going down to Bermuda. They used to use the Shaw service, which it was a stupid name, but it basically included the Caribbean and it included Bermuda. And it was like $5 a day. Then it became $6 a day. Mm. When Rogers bought Shaw, that's one of the things they bought Shaw for to get rid of. <laughs> they didn't want that because that wasn't, weren't making their money. They wanted their $17 a day. Right. So he's saying, what basically can we do? Would this be the case? We're unlocking the phones, models 8 and 11, and adding C-SIMs and paying for a short-term plan makes most sense. So what I did some homework for him, and I said, well, Rogers doesn't offer the travel add-ons the way Shaw did. The iPhone 11 can have a second number with Bermuda coverage added via the Aerolo eSIM. Mm-hmm. But because there's not much competition in Bermuda, seven days of service with one gig is $9.50 U.S., so, the iPhone 8, that won't work because it doesn't support eSIM. It's too old. It's not even supported at all. And yeah. as I said in the email to Chris, it should be replaced with a newer iPhone. Mm-hmm. So, then you'd have to get a SIM card from a phone shop in Bermuda, which would mean taking out your Canadian SIM so nobody yep. would be able to call you or text you. And then you'd have a Bermuda a number. Even though they use one for the country code, yeah. same as us, it's not the same. People can't call it. So the two carriers down there, and this is pricey compared to most countries, $35 for seven days and you get four gigs of data, unlimited calling and texting in Bermuda. That's 35 US? 35 US. I mean, still for like a week versus like paying $18 a day on many roaming plans that don't include much data. Yeah. But then you're having, yeah, but then you're having to give up your number. So I would mm-hmm. go with the Aerolo on the iPhone 11 yep. for the $9.50. And then the other competitor, that was, um, that was Digicel. The other competitor in Bermuda is a OneCom with two M's. And that's $25 for four gigs plus unlimited talk and text. But again, that's unlimited talk and text in Bermuda. So the Bermuda phone numbers. Yes. Not your other number on Merlo. International texts outgoing 25 cents U.S. per text. Yeah. And outgoing phone calls 75 cents per minute. That's like the old days. Mm -hmm. And we used to hesitate to call somebody that didn't live local. Right. So, wow. So, yeah, Bermuda is small and has little competition. So, it's not part of any of the regional service plans that I could find. They're an odd duck. So, sorry on, on that one there. 
Uh, one other deal I wanted to mention, because Ricky was saying the $200 bonus London Drugs gift card on TELUS or KUDO, this right through Wednesday at London Drugs, Best Buy is offering a $100 gift card on the Samsung S23, S23 Plus on S23 Ultra. And as usual, we would price match that. So, um, But go wherever you're most comfortable or whatever's closest yep. to you, obviously. Malwarebytes Premium Anti-Malware, one-year license, good for three devices, any combination of Windows, Mac, and Android. It is on sale for $35. That's a $20 saving. That's the lowest price we've seen, matching the one that London Drugs had a couple weeks ago. That is good at Staples stores and online through November 7th, but I checked on the website. The local stores are sold out, so you'd have to order it online. Okay. Now, the other one we're going to mention, uh, Apple Pencil. We get asked quite often about this. Uh, I have an iPad. Can I use an Apple Pencil? My daughter wants to do sketching or things like that. Only certain models, they have to be made within the last four years or be a pro. Mm -hmm. And the Apple Pencils were really expensive, Brian. So Mm -hmm. Apple has come up. And this is one more clue. Why we don't think there's going to be new iPads? You wouldn't normally ans- you wouldn't normally unveil an Apple Pencil separately. They just put it in usually. Said, mm-hmm. "Hey, mm-hmm. all new, more affordable Apple Pencil model," and you recharge it via a hidden USB-C port hidden behind a sliding cap. Oh, it doesn't have the magnetic charging that's in the nope. the other newest one. No. Nope. Okay. Well, so only if you can't handle the newer one. Oh, I guess price difference too, yeah. but still <laughs> never having to charge it. It's just always charging when it's connected to your iPad magnetically yeah. is pretty great. <laughs> but $109. How much is the other one? Do you remember? Have we seen it? Don't remember. Uh, I'd have to pull one ninety nine. I think. Oh, so so, so Brian's going to check, make sure I may be wrong. Canadian American prices drive us crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, that will be one that will be available. That would be a Christmas gift for people. And that will, uh, Ricky, that'll be in your store, apparently, sometime next month. We love to carry things people like to buy, so <laughs> I imagine we'll see it soon. So 169 okay, for there the second-gen Apple Pencil. So, so 60 bucks. Uh, be careful. Is bucks. that Canadian price? Uh, yes, we're in yeah. Apple Canada here. Okay, second-gen, yeah. 169 so 109 So 60 bucks. If the person's going to use it, uh, what Brian says about the magnetic charging is just so convenient. Mm-hmm. So just make sure that whatever your iPad model is supports the magnetic charging, and that would decide <laughs> yeah. the difference there. Yes, and that's the big deal about this. This Apple Pencil works on models where the second gen won't work. Yes, so, okay, so that's yeah. more what will determine where which we're yeah. going to look at. So nothing to do now. Just want to give you a heads up uh, that that one's out there. We talked about this on the show last week at the very end, and I said I promised I'd have the answer. If you want an easy uh, and fast way to keep track of the key info on your Windows computer and all the gear connected to it, including the license keys, we recommend the free Bellarc, B-E-L-A-R-C, Advisor. This tiny bit of software has been around for 22 years. It continues to be free. It builds a detailed profile of your installed software and hardware, serial numbers, manufacturing dates, antivirus status, security benchmarks, license keys, and it displays all the results in your web browser. It's kept private on your computer. It's not sent to any web server. You can then save it, print it, and save it. If you're going to print it, then you just go Control-P and change the printer to Microsoft Print to PDF, give it a name, and save it. It is awesome if you're thinking of getting a new computer. It's also handy if the computer dies or gets stolen or damaged in a flood or fire, Ricky, because then that's what goes to the insurance agency. 
and they know. And they say, did you have a printer? Yeah, but I can't remember the brand. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know how much to give you for that. Did you have speakers? Yeah, but I can't remember the brand. You know, mm-hmm. did you have a webcam? Yeah, but so this just gives you everything and it tells you the date. So they can tell you it's a two-year-old webcam and a five-year-old printer and it was a Canon, whatever, or Epson, EcoTank, and all that stuff That's is there. Nice. And it tells you down to the minute when your computer was built. Because whenever people are saying, should I get a new computer? I go, how old is yours? And they go, oh, I think it's about... Oh, three or four years, and we run Bell Arc, and it's nine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's never what <laughs> Time goes by quickly. It's yeah. not people being dumb, or it's just oh, yeah. that one. <laughs> so I put the link. It's bellarc, B-E-L-A-R-C dot com, if you don't want to go to the notes. But I put it into the show notes at item number 15. It's a really awesome little little program. They used to make you give them your email address so they could sell But then they realized we're an institutional computer provider, Bob and Tom and Dick mm-hmm. are not, we don't care about them. We care about, you know, the library system, things like that. So they, so they stopped doing that. We'll talk about Freedom Mobile coverage and quality when we come back. And also a big update for Google Maps. If you have an electric vehicle, you will like this when we continue after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Ricky Winter from London Drugs. He's their tech experience manager at the store in Tillicum Center. He just got back from the trade show for London Drugs Tech People, where all the suppliers (laughs) gather together and say what's coming for Christmas. What else? Yeah, there was a quick 500 of us or so there, probably, yeah. Um, One of the interesting things that could very well maybe be more for small businesses, if you will, but it is a remote terminal, I want to call it. Um, think a 40-inch screen on a stand with wheels underneath that is rechargeable. Okay. Oh. Um, or plug into power if you want, yeah. obviously. But um, it's good for about four hours once it's been charged up. And you can just wheel it around. You can switch from vertical, like portrait mode, to hor- um, horizon. Um, there's a different word for that. Not portrait, landscape. There we landscape. go. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it works both as your TV streaming system. It works as a like a actual touchscreen, work pad, kind of whatever you want to be. So they're like their example was, hey, here I am working in the living room, and now I want to go lay in bed, and I want to watch Netflix. So I switch from this to this, and away we go. Uh, but they had just been in Korea before they came to see us, and yeah. that was their big rollout is for a lot of restaurants who have menus at the front but QR codes on the table. Oh, is yes. Here's a live menu oh, okay. that people can interact with, and then you go sit and use your QR code or whatever at the table. But that's how you have a live menu that you can constantly change as well. Yeah. Um, so it seemed to have a lot of, I'd say, professional applications. So it was quite neat to see. Um, I want to say about 1300 bucks. So it was... Oh, wow. That's... That's Brian. That's way more affordable than I was thinking yeah, for something like that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about those a few years ago when they were first coming out. They're like twenty thousand, so yeah, that makes so that affordable. You could have several if you had a big restaurant. Correct. So that's where I was like, hmm, these these are pretty neat. Um, other thing, I think I texted you after meeting the rep there that day. Um, Beacon is a newer studio working with um, kind of streaming microphones, sound switchers. Yeah, that Cook kind of Street thing. Village. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so when I met them, I was like, oh, Beacon. And they're like, yeah, like, we're from Quick Street Village. I'm like, oh, so like Beacon Hill. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so that's super cool. Um, so it's nice to have kind of some high-end audio recording equipment from somebody local. So it was yeah. nice to see that in the store. Yeah. So um, they start arriving this week, I think. They'll be kind of set up in my camera area, and we'll have a bunch of stuff there. We'll probably set up some sort of streaming displayer. But quality was good. Like, I sat there around a conference with hundreds of people 
put on their isolating headphones and the microphone and is kind of like what we're talking like right now. So Okay. Um, what was the thing that you most wanted to bring home yourself that, that they showed you there? Well, I won stuff, so it's different. <laughs> uh, microphone, probably. <laughs> like, I have a Blue Yeti, which is fantastic for playing with friends and everything else. Yeah. Um, but I've been meaning to put it on a boom arm and f- just different mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so they had one that worked really well with their microphone. It was sleek. It's got some color changing in it, which is always nice for the computer desk. Yeah. Um, but it would just get everything off of the desk more and kind of have it in different places. So that's probably where I'll go in the next year or so because the Blue Yeti's probably five or six years old now. What about new TV stuff? Oh, um, Hisense was probably the biggest run for them. One, it's a newer brand for us, but um, a lot of their laser projection throw they brought. Um, so there'll be 10 London drugs starting to carry the laser projectors mm-hmm. as of next week or something along those lines. Hisense is a huge, and I mean gigantic, Massive. TV uh, manufacturer in China. They're number two in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, TCL is number one. Hisense is number two. They've just started in the last couple of years coming into the into the Canadian market. About six years mm-hmm. now, yeah. Six years? Well, God, time goes quickly. Well, I only had, I did a presentation on it last week, so... Okay, because uh, I remember seeing the first ones at the... Yeah, well, the year you were there at the Consumer Electronics Show, oh, Brian. Yes, yeah. And remember, we were looking at their 8K one that they yeah. had the demo model, and yeah. then we said, okay, but then we looked at the 4Ks, which were... Yeah. And they, was it Hisense that's the one that has uh, great voice control for visually impaired? Is that yes. the one you recommend? Yeah, yes. That was the other... The thing I remembered about them. They were the first of the Chinese manufacturers to put in the upscaling, mm. which for 4K, there wasn't a lot of 4K content then. Yeah. And so that was what Ron said, wait, <laughs> 4K is <laughs> nice, but you, most people are going to be watching HD. Mm-hmm. And so there it needs to upscale that content. And they were the first one to just natively build that in. So And the price point is still about 30 I would say last time I checked, about thirty percent cheaper than the the big three. Yeah. Sony, LG. I'd say they compete most bestly with Samsung. Yeah. Um, especially like when you're kind of going side to side, I would say they're doing quite well there. Um, Sony and LG still go more focused towards that OLED and a few different techs, but I would mm-hmm. say they very nicely compete against Samsung. Especially if you have a big space but not a lot of money, then you can get a bigger TV. For the price of a smaller one from the from the big three, and yeah, they're they're smart. Their OS and everything is really yep really nice to use. Really nice quality. Had very few problems there. so far. We've been selling them for a while now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think they were number two, the second most sold TV brand in Canada last year. Wow. According wow. to their, their stats, a, but you know, yeah. um, we'll take it as a will. That's high enough. Even if you were top three, you know, after only being in the yeah. market for six years, it's impressive. and in terms of uh, warranty issues, um, seems good so far. Nothing major. Okay, that's always important yeah. with those new brands. <laughs> Text here for you from Kathy. Sure. What is the most recent iOS that an iPad Air 2 can download? 15.7. Oh, okay, thank 15. you. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be... Uh, s- Two years out? Yeah, so you're an eight-year-old model. So you're, you can no longer handle 16 from last year or 17 from this year. So time to consider getting a newer one. You don't always have to get a new one. It's hard to find used iPads. You normally need to know somebody who's buying one. And as we said earlier in the show, we don't think we're going to get new ones when Apple does their dog and pony show on Monday night, probably till March. Yeah, scary fast. Oh, so actually... um 15.8 15.8 should be the latest because they pushed out that secure oh. 15.8 security yeah. patch there for go. that model. 
but yes, just, yeah. And so again, you're lucky you just they're just taking care of you for security <laughs> there, but you're really at end of life. Yeah, and understand that that security update. I'll mention this in case you missed it at the beginning of the show because of the significance of the security flaws that have been patched in 17.1, which is available now for current devices. Apple has released two versions of special security updates to give you as much protection as they can. So 16.7.2 for devices that could handle 16, and for you, 15.8. So please go settings, general, software, on update. But understand, they're only giving you partial protection because your device can't handle the, the latest protection. So that's your gentle warning that it's time to buy a newer one here. And you're probably finding that a lot of your apps, you can't run the latest version or they're not supported because you're you're, you're quite far yeah. behind at that point. And on a similar note, an email from Bev. I have an iPad Pro from 2016. I just installed 16.7.2. It will not take 17. Is my iPad still secure enough to do online banking? As I, long uh, as you use the banking app. Uh, I think there were some reports saying that banking apps weren't keeping their security up to date as much as you would expect. Um, so I don't know that the banking apps are still the most secure route. If money's involved and it costs more than the iPad, <laughs> I would upgrade your iPad. Yeah, uh, I'd be idea. hesitant. Um, what you could do if you want, if, if the budget's tight, is you could call your bank and say, hey, this is my device. Mm -hmm. I have your bank app on here. Mm. Am I covered if there's any if there's any scams? Oh, yeah. The fact that it's an Apple device, which is so much more secure, yeah, the fact yeah. that you're using an app, which adds an extra layer, I'm guessing the bank will probably say no. <laughs> yeah. well, but, they'll probably say, I need to ask someone and call you back. I yeah. often find people have no, no idea not, when you yeah, ask them. Yeah, no, the like person this. on the other end of the phone is not going to know. Yeah, you might want to yeah, do yeah. a chat with them if you can do that. You know, anyway, that's that's that one there, yes. Um, nice thing about a chat, too, is you can record the chat and just keep it uh, in a file. Because whatever I mean you talk about on the phone doesn't necessarily make it to your account when precisely. you lose a bunch of money. Yes. Um bunch of you have taken the time to text an email and ask these questions and then felt stupid afterwards, and I've said, no, it's so important that you called, checked, texted instead of clicking the button. Scam emails, supposedly from Microsoft Email Admin, that's the subject, which contain a Word document attachment which says you can't send or receive any more emails until you revalidate your account by clicking on a link. Nice. I put a screenshot of one of them in the show notes at item number five. The interesting thing is the emails are coming from hotmail.com or hotmail.co.uk accounts, or in the case of the one Diane sent me, even from an iCloud account. I've never seen a scam email coming from an iCloud account because that's an Apple ID. It gets locked down pretty fast. Yeah. So in all cases, I've reported the emails and they've been shut down, but they're going to come up with a new one. The emails are addressed to Dear User, and the revalidate link in the attachment takes you to a fake Microsoft login page hosted on Google Docs, which is their competition, so clue number two. <laughs> yeah. Please, never open attachments like this. Never click on links in emails like this. They're all going to be scam. If an email or a text tells you there's a problem and you must do something, it's going to be a scam. Never yeah. seen one that's not a scam. We went back <laughs> and we checked. Yeah, what are the ones you get once in a while? I mean, if you're running out of storage, that can be real. Um, yeah, but they also love yeah. to 
you're like at 60%. And they're like, you're getting full. You're almost at two thirds. <laughs> you should up, you should update. Yeah. Upgrade. <laughs> but those ones, yeah. But not, that, that's not a you must. It's the ones that say your incoming mails were placed on pending status due to the recent upgrade to our database. You cannot send or receive new messages until you revalidate your mailbox. Your mailbox. Yeah, any With no punctuation in the sentence, by the way. <laughs> That's your next clue. Things like that. Revalidate. It's only going to be a clue for so long, though. Yeah, but just as a general guarding thing. So I'm really glad. So don't ever hesitate to check with this if you really think. And the easy way on that one there would be send yourself an email. Mm-hmm. If it works, then there's your proof that it was a scam. Right. They're just trying to scare you to throw you off your game by telling you something's not going to work so that common sense goes out the window and you will do something that you otherwise wouldn't. It's like the receipt for the $200 security package from McAfee that you didn't buy. And it says, if you didn't buy, just call this this 800 number and we'll fix it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's going to a call center in India. They're going to scam you out of your bank money. You know, it's, anyway, excuse the soapbox, but I'm so glad that you're at least checking. It's only when the people that call to say, well, I'm on the phone with them now. Now what do I do? Gift card <laughs> fraud is still prevalent as well. Yes. I mentioned <laughs> this one for electric vehicles. If you have an electric vehicle, Google Maps will be rolling out an update this coming week, which will show detailed EV charging station info, including whether the nearest charger is compatible with your vehicle, Also, whether it's a fast, medium, or slow charger. And here's the one that I think is really awesome. The update will also let you see when that charger at the Petrocan station at so-and-so location was last used. So there's no use sending you to one that's broken. Mm. So it can't tell you that it's working, but it tells you it was last used an hour ago as opposed to last used a month ago. That would be a pretty good clue that it's not there anymore or not working. Can you tell if it's available? Like, no. is last used or, hmm. or currently being used, it doesn't say. No. Okay. Probably as time goes by, but... Yeah. yeah. The update will be for Google Maps on both Android phones and iPhones. That's the kind of thing that now puts Google Maps, because I hate the privacy of Google Maps, mm-hmm. that puts it back out in the storefront if you've got there. So that, and like when we out. went to Vancouver, um, Sean, one of our other tech managers in Victoria, was like, yep, Google Maps still doesn't have full enough bike lanes for everything, and he still uses them for getting to work and stuff like that. So Yeah, it's a few coming. things. Yeah. Speaking of electric vehicles, Ford says it's postponing $12 billion in spending on expanding its electric vehicle manufacturing capacity because it says EVs are too expensive and the demand is slowing. So, interesting to see where we go there. What they want what they're really not saying is, would the governments please provide more subsidies? Yeah. And then we'll spend the money again. Right. Yeah, let the government well, help you buy our products that we're pushing. They yes. have some other things going on, too. Yeah, <laughs> lots of stuff going on behind the scenes. Okay, we just got a few minutes left, 15 minutes left. 14? 13? Wow. Uh, if you want to join us while we're live on Saturday, star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on any phone, 1070-10 by text. Halloween edition of Tech Talk as we continue. Homework videos for you. We were talking about electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. Tom Scott has, uh, he's decided he's going to go do other things in a while, but he's going out with a bang. Wait, wait, do you see what he's up to when it comes to fast cars? 
Zero to 100 kilometers per hour is the standard test for how fast a car accelerates. The Brits call it 0 to 60 miles an hour. An everyday road car with a bit of power can do that in six or seven seconds. A Formula One car, about two seconds. As I record this, the fastest accelerating road legal car in the world is the Rimac Nevera, which can go from zero to 100 kilometers per hour in 1.85 seconds. This is Meaton, built by a team from ETH Zurich, a Swiss university, and it hits 100 kilometers per hour in under a second. And he's going to go do it. <laughs> Look at those tires. Oh, my goodness. It's so <laughs> well, small. Burn off otherwise. They put like nine different cameras out there, uh -huh. and they can show them all to you one after the other in 10 seconds. Wow. Because, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. to watch this video, Tom. It's this amazing stuff. I've learned so much from me. It's item number 41 in the Tech Talk show notes. The other one that's there, and we'll talk more about this the next time Ron Fraser is on with us, is the unveiling of Pebble Flow. It's the world's first all-electric RV trailer. And get this, it has built-in motors to make it easy to pull. So you oh. don't, you, you can just use it with a standard little car. Wow. And Crazy. it has a remote built into the app, so it will automatically go tick, 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 and up and hitch itself. Oh, wow. And when you get to the lake or the campsite and you know where you want it to go and you say, I can't maneuver for the car there. No, you use the remote and it will unhitch itself and back up <laughs> right up to the spot. Backing up a trailer is not easy. I have seen many capable people really botch it. Oh, yeah. So this is pretty cool. It's a whole new generation. All the windows are electric tinted. So when you want it to be dark at night, you just tap a button. <laughs> it's oh. got a 45 kilowatt battery, uh -huh. enough to run for an entire week without uh -huh. needing to plug in. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if the power goes out at home, you can reverse wire it so it'll power the house. <laughs> or you can use it as an office because everything's convertible. Mm -hmm. It's the first one that's all electric. $109,000 US goes into production next year. You can put down 500 bucks. No, no, uh, you're allowed to change your mind and you can get on the reserve list. Pebble Life Dot com. I put a link to the, the video showing the unveiling of it at video 42 in the show notes, but go to pebblelife.com if you want to know more. And if you're a trivia buff, Ricky, this is your challenge. Oh, good. Won't work on radio at all. 37 pairs of logos. See if you can tell which one is real. Things like Netflix and PayPal and Microsoft, which one is real? They give you a real one and a not quite real one. For what, sorry? So if you can recognize like the yeah. polish of their branding? Or which something. is okay. the Pepsi. So it's more different than that. You'll be surprised. Okay. Yeah, which was the Pepsi logo and things like that. Some really, a very, very impressive one. There we go. Those are all in the show notes there. Okay, Richard's up next on the phone lines. Hi, Richard. Hi there. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Uh, well, I've got a bit of an issue. I'm uh, now the secretary of our lodge. And the previous secretary could send out emails to everybody 50, 55 at a time. And he's on 365. Yes. I've got a uh, Microsoft or an Outlook, I think, 2007. You can't. You can't do that. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You need to switch to Microsoft 365. And then I'll be able to? Yes, you will. Um, stay on the line. I'll get your number, and I'll walk you through, because 2007, we want to make sure that your stuff doesn't get lost, because that's so old. The mm -hmm. system has changed three times between now and then. 
So I want to make sure. So stay on the line. We'll take a break. I'll grab your number, and I'll walk you through. Well, not right now, but I'll grab your number, and we'll talk later, and I'll walk (laughs) you through. It takes more than a couple minutes there. Back with our final segment after this. Final few minutes of Tech Talk with Alan and Ricky and Brian from him. Stephanie, I need to upgrade my current... Oh, let me just go back, because I'll forget this one if I don't. (laughs) For Murray who did not want his two iPhones, his work and his home mm-hmm. one, he did not want them touching and doing the the new feature that allows you to share contact info. We found mm-hmm. it, Murray. For anybody else that has two iPhones and you don't want them being able to use that new feature, settings, general, airdrop, and there's a switch for turn off that says bring two phones together. Turn that switch off oh, and you're good there. Okay, Brian, this one's for you from mm-hmm. Stephanie. I need to upgrade my current 2017 iMac desktop. Yes. Someone suggested the Mac mini option instead of the standard iMac desktop. Could you clarify the pros and cons? I would need a monitor and separate camera with the Mac mini so I'm not understanding the appeal when I can get it as an all-in-one. Uh, one is you get to keep that display afterwards. So in, if you invest in a nice display, you get to use it with your next computer if we go, you go in a similar line. Um, versus the IMAX, where it's, it's such a shame to throw away a nice display. I mean, where will displays be in 10 years when that IMAX ages out? Yeah. But um, so it is a feasible option, but I mean, I, I love the IMAX too, and it's a beautiful display. So you'd really uh, you'd be crunching the numbers. Um, yeah. And the new IMAX we expect will be announced 5 p.m. on Monday at Apple's Scary Fast event. Yeah. So an M3 new IMAX might be your, a choice. So obviously yeah. <laughs> that's a good option. There we go. The really good question. Okay. I'm going to leave you with this. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Late Vincent Price and the original long version of Thriller. I put it in the show notes 44. Ricky, thank you so much for being here. It was a ghoulie time. Have a happy Halloween. (laughs) I'll try. Thank you, Brian. We'll look forward to the show notes new version next week. Yes, thank you. Thanks for making us a part of your Halloween edition of Tech Talk. The foulest stenches in the air. The funk of 40,000 years and grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal 